Okay, so you've been diagnosed with pelvic organ prolapse. Now what do you do? That's a really common thought and question that we get asked all the time. Today's episode is going to answer that for you to give you a clear direction of where you can start and where you can go to next. This is The Lowdown with Brave Mama, a community to see you, hear you, and support you on your journey living with pelvic organ prolapse. Hi there, it is your host, Steph Thompson here, and today's episode always feels a little bit bittersweet, I guess, because it is our season final, and what this episode is going to do for you is just give you a top-down view of all the episodes in this season. So it's kind of like a little bit of a cheat sheet, I guess. If you haven't had a chance to listen through the full episodes for every single one, this is going to touch on who we spoke to, how it can help you, and then a bit of a reflective piece on what has happened since. Because some of these interviews happened at the very beginning of the year. And as we know, We go on this journey and things need to pivot and change as we go along. So to kick it off, the first couple of episodes were solo ones where I just shared a very personal experience. Let me tell you, they are quite hard to do. It's much easier to have a conversation with someone about prolapse than really, I guess, open up and share the most intimate thoughts to you. I hope that they were helpful. In episode 63, I shared with you a little bit of a journey with my struggle with alcohol consumption. Now, as a mum, we live in, especially here in Australia, a mummy wine culture. So by the time five o'clock comes, it's like, oh, I've made it through parenting for the day. So I will reward myself with a glass of wine or I will take the edge off with a glass of wine. That definitely was me too, especially through the pandemic. I'm pretty sure that a lot of us can relate to that, relying on it to be able to cope. What I found and what I shared in that episode was the benefits did not outweigh the negatives, meaning by drinking alcohol, it really mucked around with my bowel movements, which then impacted my pelvic organ prolapse symptoms. Only I was stuck in such a cycle that I didn't even realize. I didn't even know that consuming alcohol was affecting my gut, my bowel, my prolapse. After quitting alcohol for the first year, I actually had a big wow moment, like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize bowel movements are actually back to a normal habit. I haven't had anything to drink since. Not to say I still don't think about it when I see other people doing it, but I still think that being on that path of healing and nurturing your body is a great benefit to living with prolapse. Of course, I'm not telling you that you should stop drinking alcohol. It's just something for you to consider along your own journey. Okay, so episode 64, everyone who has been here for a little while will know that I will try anything to try and remove, reduce, get rid of pelvic organ prolapse symptoms. And this included a little bit of an experiment that I did with my general practitioner using the contraceptive pill to avoid my period because I was able to track over the years that I was most symptomatic with POP around my period cycle. So just before and just after. And I just had this thought to myself that if I actually didn't have a period and I continually took the contraceptive pill, would it alleviate the symptoms? 
Now, I would have loved to be able to share that, yes, it did work. Unfortunately, it didn't for me, spoiler alert. And if anything, it probably really exacerbated the symptoms more than anything. So it's not something that I would recommend. Again, along your journey, I know some of the people in this community also had that thought. So it's good to know I'm not alone. And they were experimenting in consultation with their GP. If you think this is something that might be for you, obviously go and talk to the people who are charged for caring for you. In episode 65, I feel like this was probably one of the hardest episodes because I wasn't sure if the words I was putting together were making sense. Being that healing in the mind and body connection was so new to me and just having an experience of a trip with my family and not feeling asymptomatic, not thinking and living and breathing prolapse every day, it shifted something in my mind and it was really hard to explain it at the time. Now I go back and listen to it and I'm like, okay, it does make sense. But then what I did do in episode 66 was I invited the very prominent Dr. Bree and Kim Vopney in this prolapse space to help me and to guide me through that conversation a little bit more because I know that they are ahead of me in this healing and mind-body connection space when it comes to prolapse. I absolutely loved that episode. It was really impactful with Kim and Dr. Bree. And if it's not one that you have listened to, I do recommend you go back and listen to 66 for sure. Then we moved on to episode 67, where we invited a tilted women's health physiotherapist, Liz Evans, and yoga instructor and expert in this pelvic health space, Kimmy Smith, to come on and really talk to us about having another baby when you already have prolapse. That is still probably one of the two top questions that land in my inbox all the time is how did you have another baby with prolapse? And I think the assumption is that prolapse happened after my son when I explained that it happened after my daughter and then went on to have another baby vaginally. There's an element of surprise, but then there's also an element of hope because I think many women who have prolapse, me included, believed that the only way to birth another baby was through a cesarean section birth or tummy birth. And going through that process and that decision making was really hard, but this episode really unpacks that with two amazing experts in this space who are still working with mums with prolapse every single day. Episode 68 was one of my last solo episodes and it talked about my decision to not go ahead with pelvic organ prolapse surgery. I really got to explain all the doctors and medical professionals that I had seen, their medical expert opinions, and then why I hadn't decided to proceed with surgery. The update on that is that unfortunately nothing has changed yet. I am hopeful. We see people like the Hudson Institute researching the prolapse space. I wish there were more. I wish there were more people interested in researching this to help us come up with a better solution than what we currently have. Very sadly, I've spoken to many, many women in this prolapse space after surgery who say they wish they never did it. On the flip side, there, there are also many women who we speak to who say, I wish I had the surgery sooner. So if this is you right now and you were thinking, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, 
it's your decision. It's a hard decision. So I'm here with you to know that, my gosh, what do you do? What is the right decision for you? All I would say is take your time. You don't need to rush into saying yes or no. And you have permission to change your mind. If you have said yes to surgery and you're scheduled and then you decide, oh, I'm not sure, then pull out. I know people who have done that multiple times in, out, before going ahead, and that's okay too. You need to know when it's your right time for you. And what I will say to that, if if you've decided surgery is for you, definitely go back and listen to our episodes on how to give yourself the best chance of recovery from surgery. I know our great friend at APOP, Sherry Palm, she did a two-part interview with us in season one, and she talked about how, you know, women go in for surgery and then they have this magic six-week checkup and then off they go, when in actual fact, it probably needs to be at least double that amount of time before going back into what you would call your normal life before surgery. So please know that we are with you on this. It is hard. Talk to the people who you can trust. Talk to the people who love you and care for you and then make the decision your own. In episode 69, we really continue this mind-body connection with physiotherapist Dr. Sarah Woodward from the US. She has worked in this space quite extensively and there were a few big light bulb moments in that interview that even for me, I was thought, wow, after seven years, I thought I knew a lot, but Sarah really kind of asked questions in a different way and I was really interested to have that different conversation with her. Then we moved on to episode 71 where we took a little bit of a pivot. It was really recognizing that mums in our space birth babies both vaginally and through their tummy cesarean section and can still live with pelvic organ prolapse. We invited the CEO Sinead from SRC Support Garments to come and talk to us about C-section recovery and prolapse and the types of things that women can access now to help with their healing of a cesarean section birth. This was kind of tied around Cesarean Section Awareness Month. We're brave mamas. We're all mamas. And it doesn't matter how your journey came to be to become a mum. We wanted to be able to support all of you in this space. And I absolutely loved in episode 72, we invited Hayley Wildsmith back. She is part of one of our volunteer committee members who looks after us in our free Facebook group, The Tips and Tricks for Women Living with Prolapse. I love her energy. She brings to the conversation so much raw and realness, living through prolapse, having two surgeries herself, and wanting to really empower women to be strong and building your glutes and building your leg strength to be able to support your prolapse. I'm going to recommend you go back and watch The Jellyfish. That for me was a game changer in how I can think and connect to my pelvic floor. In episode 73, we did continue our conversations around cesarean section month and we found a new friend, Leonie Rastus, who is a midwife who's had six cesarean births, who really is advocating for women's health in the birthing suite. Because of her experience and being a midwife and her personal lived experience, then that level of care that just wasn't there for her, 
I love how she's really out there trying to make it better for us and our future girls. Then we move through to episode 74, where we also met a new friend, Lauren Fleming, who talks about a brand new support garment that is coming to market in the next month. So very similar, I guess, to SRC in terms of the way it supports, but it's probably the first one, if not the first one on the market, that is underwear. It is not something that you wear on top of your underwear where you have lots of layers going on. So I'm still waiting to get my hands on those ones. I just got an email yesterday to say that their pre-launch is ready and I'm first in line. So I'm really excited to be able to give you feedback on that in season four. In episode 75, we kind of tied in the whole exercise element. I think that's one thing that you really want more information on is how do you exercise safely with prolapse to build the strength that you need to get to the point where you can have better support within you. So I spoke to my Pilates instructor, Megan, who I subscribe to her online Pilates and I use it here at home. A little bit of an update on that. I I think in the interview, I said I was doing 10 minutes per day. We're a month on and I'm now up to 20 to 25 minutes per day. And I'm telling you, I can feel the difference. Meaning the stronger you get, the better you feel. And I know it's a long road. I know sometimes it can feel like we take one step forward and 10 steps back. Just keep going little bit by little bit. An actual fact, I'll share with you, I had a really hard and shitty start to the week and I didn't want to do it at all. You know, you kind of procrastinate, you do the washing, you make the bed, you kind of do all the things before doing exercise. That's when I know I'm really not in a good way. I had my jammies on still. And I said, just go and do 10 minutes. And I did. And after that 10 minutes, I turned it off and I walked away. I'm like, done. Normally, I like to keep going after that, but I was like, nope, I'm done. So if you can commit to yourself to just do 10 minutes per day, I feel like you will slowly start to build up to wanting to do it more because you're feeling the benefit and you're seeing the benefit. And that takes us through to our final interview episode, which was with Caitlin from Raya Health. You know, I've talked about this for quite some time in a very positive, hopeful way. It is good to know that there will be a new pessary coming to market. It is going through six months of an FDA approval. I've got my fingers and toes crossed that by next year, it will be available to market. How you were able to then source that from America is entirely up to you. We did discuss it a little bit on the episode. All I will say is that I know you right now deserve to have better information, better education, better access to support garments, to pessaries, to exercise, to all of the things that help us feel better and live better with pelvic organ prolapse. But of course, that's not it. As you would know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we generally do two seasons per year. So while we are on break, there is still so much to offer you and ways to be able to connect. Number one, the first one is we do have our free Facebook tips and tricks for women living with prolapse. There is a link where you can request to join. 
The conversations continue in there 24-7. We have moderators and volunteers who come in and make sure that that group is running the best way it can. If there's ever anything that you are not sure of, you can absolutely reach out to one of our beautiful team and they will guide you and support you in that space. The second thing is, in June, if you are located in Australia and more so Sydney or Wollongong, on June 28th, I am going to be giving a free author talk in our local library at Thoreau. It is a talk where we can connect and come together And yes, I will be talking about my book, The Day My Vagina Broke, but it's also going to give you information about how you can become the author of your own story. Every single one of you listening to this right now has been through a huge thing. Being diagnosed with prolapse is a story within itself. And I want to be able to help you, the listener, get that story out. Because once it's out, you don't have to carry it anymore. And that feels really good. So I invite you, if you are local, if you can make it, I would love to see you and actually meet you at that free event because I tell you, there's nothing better than meeting people in this space and seeing yourself and having that connection with someone who just gets you. It's beautiful. And we've also been discussing the possibilities of future summits where mums get together for a day. It could be online, it could be in person, where we get to connect in this prolapse space and really unpack, educate, inform, share, connect. And my big dream is for that to lead into a retreat, a healing space where people can come and do that over a number of days. Now, Dr. Bree and Kim Vopney are hosting one of those. I believe it has sold out this year. The three of us are in talks about hosting them around the world. So that is something huge and also amazing to look forward to. So if you want to be updated on when that is coming, just send us a message and we can add you to the email list and we share everything there first. And as our very special thanks to you for continuing to listen and to be part of this community and bettering your own pelvic health, we are continuing this season in a little bonus if you want to call it, over on our YouTube channel. They are the rest of the meditations that were recorded for Pelvic Organ Prolapse Awareness Month. That is for the whole month of June. We have Sherry Palmer APOPS to thank for that and spreading the word globally. I encourage you each week to go and listen to those meditations. Now, the funny thing is when a podcast or a YouTube channel is not posting content every week, the algorithms kind of don't show it to you anymore. So the only way that you'll be able to get those four meditations is to actually hit the subscribe button on YouTube and the little bell button so that you'll be notified when those episodes release. These short meditations will be released one per week for the entire month of June. It is our gift to you. I encourage you to go back and listen to them time and time again. When you listen to something for the first time, I feel like you pick up a surface level of information and retain it. When you go back and listen to it a second, a third, and a fourth time, you seem to take away different beats each time. And so I encourage you, especially the afternoon delight meditation, it is one of my favorite because you literally put your feet up against the wall for six minutes, you listen to the meditation, and then you carry on with your day. Imagine being able to do that most days, how much better you will feel. There is a link in the show notes to the YouTube channel. 
head over and subscribe. And finally, just before we wrap up season three, I think it's really important to share with you that projects like Brave Mama and the Low Down podcast do not happen without the support of the people in this community. I would love to give this very warm and special thank you to season three podcast partners at Modi Body and the Empowered Motherhood Program, because it's only with this level of support that we can continually show up and be able to bring you the things that you need to live better on your journey with pelvic organ prolapse. And very soon, we will start to prepare for season four. Season four is all about you. We want to know what you need to know because three seasons, we've brought you everything from top to toe in body, head, heart, spirit. But if there's something that we still have not covered, this is your opportunity. This is your chance to reach out to us via email or in Instagram DMs and tell us, Oh, we would like you to cover this. Oh, we would like you to talk to this person and we will go and do that. Or even if you just want to come on and chat and share your own story. We love that. We love talking to other women with prolapse and hearing their journey as well. So this is an open invitation for all of you who are listening right now. If you would like to be part of season four, our pre-season preparation starts around about August, September this year. Please contact us as soon as possible so that we can get started. And like I always love to say, until next time, bye for now. Mama.